0: The life that I was living was fake.
1: I grew up looking for security. I
0: was an altar boy. My aunt
1: never adopted me. And I
0: didn't understand what I was looking for.
1: I had to learn how to emote.
0: There was some molesting and things of alcohol and to drugs.
1: Why are you moving us to this place?
0: Our nation is being attacked. We are now at war.
1: Slammed on my brakes. I lost control of my car.
0: And I'm thinking,
1: what? The Lord told him, this is your time's up. This is Team Gabriel. Everyone has a Nerf gun. We have Laser Tag.
0: Everybody doing showdowns and free-for-alls team battles.
1: Wait, go for it. Full on laser tag in our home. (laughs) I got one life left.
0: He's a drummer, I'm a guitarist. Jada and Jewel and can sing really well. Open the windows, neighbors be walking by. Hey, nice music. We love to, to enjoy each other's company.
1: We're here for each other. We're here to support. We're there. We're rooting. We're going crazy in the audience. You know what, Gabriel, is present. Because <laughs> you will hear the cheers because we're a team. So our firstborn is Jacob. He is now 15 years
2: old. He's fast, efficient, and kind. He's fun to play with. And he sometimes takes me out in a walk.
1: He is the life of the party, never met a stranger, very friendly, very outgoing, loves the Lord. I asked the Lord to give me a word, and the Lord just said, he's a worshiper. We pray God's
0: blessing upon you. Next is John Luke. He is a defender. He and his siblings may not always get along, but don't you cross one of them, and he's near. Mm-hmm. You know, he's gonna come to their defense. I hope he follows in my footsteps.
1: When he was little, he would tear things up. Yep. And my father-in-law said, Jackie, don't worry, yeah. he's mechanical, and one day he's gonna build. Joy is 11, yeah. she's a delight. She is, She's so very sweet. helpful, very friendly, very kind yeah. and loving. She is nice, she's my older sister.
0: And she's also creative, good at art. You give her paint, you give her crayons, whatever.
1: You name it, she's in it. She's very compassionate. She's also our filler. She's, she's connected good. with yeah. her emotions. Yeah. At my age, I had to learn really how to emote and really tell yeah. people how I'm feeling. Yeah. Oh, she'll come out the gate and let you know, yeah. mom, I need a date with you. I need time with you by myself. And I love that about her. Then we have Jada. Jada
0: girl. Jada
1: is our eight year old. Very
0: creative. Imagination is from God. Yes. Her imagination goes wild. and I'm like, what? Okay.
1: She taught me how to relax as a mom. Yes. She creates outfits. And at first when I would take her out, I was thinking, None of that matches. (laughs) (laughs) I want her to be who God wants her to be, and he's made her to be a creative person, a creative thinker. And I think we need that in this generation. Mm -hmm. Jewel will be five soon. There is not a day that goes by without us laughing because she has said something so hysterical. She likes to follow you around.
0: So bringing her home, it, we we felt a level of completeness that just wasn't there before. And
1: that's why yeah. she's Jewel. Yes. Crowning the jewel crowning Jewel of the
0: family. <laughs> Mom, very supportive. He encourages us. And
2: she loves the Bible. And she prays with us when I get scared.
0: I've always wanted to, to be with someone that really celebrated others more than they celebrated themselves. And, and I didn't understand what I was looking for until I met her.
1: Jason is, for me, security. I grew up looking for security. And in him, I found that stability, strength. I know my husband is here, and he's not going to leave. I like playing with my dad. He sometimes cooks, like
2: breakfast.
1: He can really grill chicken.
2: He praises us every night. We have like a bedtime
0: routine. I get up in the morning by discipline because I'm, I'm a military guy. She gets up in the morning like birds, <laughs> you know, she's chirping and singing. He
1: brings peace when he enters a room. He just brings me a lot of joy. We're 20 years into our marriage and we're five kids in now. I didn't know for sure if I would be able to become a mom or not. I came out of an abusive home. I was born in Detroit, Michigan. I was a ward of the court. I was raised by my great aunt and my great uncle.
0: I'm from inner city Detroit. My parents love God and they really tried to instill in my brothers and I uh, just what it meant to, to be a follower.
1: Due to some injuries, I was taken out of my mom's home. So I did live with my aunt from three and a half until the age of 18 when I moved out to attend college. My aunt never adopted me. She didn't want to dishonor my mom because my mom was still alive.
0: I was Catholic, I was an altar boy, I did all the things. Uh, My parents were very serious Catholics. Along the journey, my dad discovered about this movement of these Messianic Jews. And we started going to the Messianic services on Saturday. I began to learn about the fact that Jesus was a Jew and the Torah and the first five books.
1: We believed in prayer. I was taught how to pray, but I think my aunt may not have had a full understanding of what a follower of Christ really was. And it was more of a religious things, things that you had to do on the outward and they didn't focus on the N-word.
0: Even though my parents tried to shelter us in in an environment and protect us and say, hey, you know, this is right, this is wrong, there was some molesting and things that took place in my early childhood, uh, and I didn't tell my parents about it. Then, you know, you meet a couple of people that want to introduce you to alcohol and to drugs and all of those kinds of things.
1: I knew he existed. I prayed to him. I just didn't know Jesus Christ. I didn't know all of that and being saved. I didn't have the vocabulary for all of that. Once I turned 18, I was no longer awarded the court, considered an adult. I graduated from high school and then I went to Michigan State University.
0: At 17, I was invited to come to Heaven's Gates, Hell's Flames type of production. Man, the presence of God was in that place. You have a choice, you know, to go towards the path of destruction, Hell's Flames or Heaven's Gates. And in that moment at 17, I knew that I needed to make a choice that the life that I was living uh, in front of my parents, in front of my teachers, in front of the world was fake. I walked uh, through all of those people and finally said, you know what, it's not enough for my, my parents' faith to carry me, but I need my own. I accepted Jesus as my Lord. I, I've decided I'm gonna serve you forever. What you eat matters in the natural. So what you eat matters also in the supernatural. One of the biggest things that was a was hindering me was was my love of music. I had a huge collection of CDs and tapes that I had collected over the years, and that was one of the primary ways that I was being introduced to things that I was not supposed to be doing in my life. I passed by one of those secondhand CD stores, and I'm gonna sell all my CDs to them, and I'm gonna take the money that I get from selling these CDs, and I'm gonna go buy a new collection. And the Lord said, so you're gonna give your problem to somebody else. (laughs) You're gonna put somebody else in bondage. You're right, Lord, you're right. And so just him and I, nobody around, and I just kind of broke all of those CDs. My pastor, he kind of warned me. He says, I know you're going off to college, but I really, really think you should keep your eyes and your heart open because I think in this next season, You're going to meet your wife.
1: We were actually both separating from other relationships. And my friends just wanted me out of the the dorm room.
0: (laughs) My roommate and two other guys that I'm still really close with, we said, hey, there's a young lady that we want you to meet and get dressed. And I was like, no, I'm not going. I don't want to meet anybody right now. They said, either you get dressed on your own or we are going to dress you met the girl that they were wanting me to talk to, and, and I was not interested in her. She was not interested in me, but she had a friend.
1: He was keeping his eye on me. Uh.
0: <laughs> She's interested in me. I'm definitely interested in her.
1: We danced and just had a fun time, and we really became really good friends.
0: And we, we began to just share our thoughts, our dreams, our visions. She was, she was receptive.
1: He started having Bible studies with me. I started reading the Bible to impress him, (laughs) but I fell in love with Jesus along the way.
0: She was driving back to school.
1: During Thanksgiving break, we were heading back to Michigan State, my roommates and I.
0: So my parents and I, they were driving me back up
1: to school. I guess I was talking to her and just looking straight ahead, and she said, oh, it's a driver coming over. We're on a highway, we're doing at least 70. I saw him coming over, and I just saw white. So I slammed on my brakes, I lost control of my car, and what stopped the spinning was a ditch. Those drivers all stopped. One was a nurse, and they all helped us out to get out of the car. I kept screaming, the car is going to explode, the car is going to explode. Way too many movies. We should have had many injuries. We had whiplash, I had glass in my hands and things like that. But other than that, we walked out.
0: But I got a phone call from her and she said, hey, I was in this really bad accident, how far are you away? And I'm thinking, what?
1: The fire department got there and he said, When I got the call, I was coming to scrape you off the ground.
0: My dad, my mom, and her, and her roommate, and we all held hands, and we prayed, and my dad prayed a prayer over her, over protection, and he was sharing with her as well that, hey, listen, this this is a miracle.
1: We shouldn't have walked out of that accident. told all my roommates, we all went to church that Sunday, and that Sunday, we walked up to the altar. That began my life really with Christ, really walking it out. It was an immediate change. I knew I encountered God, and I knew I was changed instantly.
0: And so she graduated, and then I think it was two weeks later we got married. And then it was a month later that we moved to Texas.
1: We had a big wedding. One month later, we moved to Texas. My husband was in the Air Force.
0: I had to go, to go to my first duty assignment.
1: I am a city girl, so I was moving into the country. When I asked the Lord, why are you moving us to this place? Because I couldn't find it on the map. I felt the Lord say, I'm moving you there so that you and your husband can bond. And I thought, well, that's funny. That's all we'll be doing there. It's bonding.
0: <laughs> I wanted to be one of the youngest to ever hit general in the Air Force. I came in right before 9-11, and it was just a fun time. And then on my way to work, I'm listening on the radio, and, and then I realized our nation is being attacked right now. We are now at war, and the Air Force was swelling in size to prepare for the war effort that was taking place. I got put into a captain slot as a second lieutenant and expected to perform as a captain.
1: And now he had always told me that he was called to ministry. He just didn't know when it would come. He was hoping that it would come when he became a general.
0: I was selected to be the project officer for a change of command ceremony. And in my heart, I'm doing it because I am sowing a seed because one day I'm going to have my own change of command. The final moment, they're, they're exchanging the flag, and as that change of command ceremony is finally happening, the Holy Spirit says to me, hey, you'll never have one of these.
1: What? Your time's up.
0: We start falling out of the sky. We have to do surgery, we have to operate. Major complications, she almost died.
1: We, as a family, got COVID. Got a call to pray. Over people, within an hour, we got the word that they had died. It was very overwhelming.
0: What he has in store is so much better.
2: God is love, and love comes from God. In First John, the Bible tells us that God is not only all-loving, but that He actually is love itself. The heart of the Parent Compass television show is to bring the transforming love of God to families everywhere. In every Parent Compass episode, true stories reveal family struggles and how their lives were radically changed by the love of God. Parent Compass, an award-winning television series, is completely funded by people like you. If you have been touched by God and you want to share God's love to others, would you please pass it on? Jesus tells us to go into all the world and to tell about Him. With your donation, you allow us to take this television show into many different nations and in many different languages free of charge. And a portion of your donation goes to Parent Compass Outreach to feed starving children. Your gift does so much. To make your tax-deductible gift, go to parentcompass.tv forward slash donate. That's parentcompass.tv forward slash donate. And thank you for sending love and hope around the world.